Gratitude. It's not just a warm feeling. It's more of a scientific marvel that impacts the architecture of our brains. Studies even show that when we practice gratitude, it activates our brain's reward center, releasing the dopamine and the serotonin and those neurotransmitters that are responsible for happiness and well-being. So if you think about it, gratitude then is like a natural antidepressant that shapes our brain's neural pathways towards joy. Welcome to the Core Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Banks, a mindset and positive psychology coach. On this podcast, we discuss all things related to creating happiness from within. So let's do it. Today, we are going to explore a force because, well, there's just no other way to put it. It's a force that holds a scientific key to a huge change in our lives. And that is the power of gratitude. Now, consider this. By practicing gratitude, we're not only acknowledging positive aspects of our lives, but we're actively rewiring our brain for happiness. Now, to geek out on the science just a bit, neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to adapt and reorganize itself, is what's at play when we practice gratitude. So when we express ourselves, when we express gratitude regularly, we are actually strengthening the neural pathways associated with positive thinking. And it's not just for when you're young. Neuroplasticity is a lifelong phenomenon, meaning your brain is able to adapt and reorganize itself throughout your entire life. So if you're practicing gratitude and you're focusing on positive thinking, the process starts to create easier signals for your brain to start reinforcing positive thought patterns. So think about it like you're in the forest or if you're on a trail and you walk that trail numerous times, back and forth, back and forth, you start to wear a path in that trail. So that well-worn path is similar to how the signals travel easily in your brain reinforcing those positive thought patterns. And the thing about gratitude is it's not a passive state. It's a dynamic practice that transforms the ordinary to extraordinary. We have the ability to reframe how we view the world, how we show up in the world. We have the ability to reframe our reality. So let's look at tangible ways to cultivate a gratitude habit. The first tip is no surprise because I've talked about it recently on a previous episode, but meditation. If you can incorporate a gratitude meditation into your routine and just focus on the sensations associated with what you're grateful for, you are actually fostering a deeper connection with positive emotions. And if you're like me and you like to envision things, you can envision your neurons in your brain forming stronger connections. It's almost like the roots of trees intertwining beneath the surface. It's just like that. And if you're not big into meditation, I totally get that. Don't worry about going too deep into a meditative state. You can just visualize what you're grateful for as you drift to sleep. Another way to incorporate gratitude into your life is by journaling. Now, journaling is not just a means of expression 
or a dear diary, here's what happened to me today. It's actually a tool that can be used for personal evolution. So a gratitude journal isn't just about listing the blessings in your life or the good things that happened to you. It's about reflecting on the emotions and experiences associated with those good things. The other side of that is that scientifically, the act of writing engages different parts of our brain than verbal expression alone. So when we write down what we're grateful for, we are activating the prefrontal cortex, enhancing the process and the integration of the positive emotions. So I know that a lot of people like, myself included, by the way, like to type. I'm just so much better at typing than I am handwriting. Handwriting has just gone out of the window. But there's a reason why people will say, if you've heard people say, write it down. It's because you're activating an entire different part of your brain. So when you're writing in your journal, you can go as detailed as you want. We just talked about visualization. But in your journal, you can write all the sensory details. You can engage multiple senses that deepen the impact of the gratitude and make it a more immersive experience. So you can describe not only what you're grateful for, but how you feel. What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? For example, every time I go to the beach, I enter into a place of gratitude. It makes me so grateful to realize that I'm part of such a vast world. And there's something about the sea and how vast it is and just how much life lives in the sea. There's just a whole other world within the sea alone, even more so than on land. And when I'm at the beach, I genuinely just get a sense of awe that I'm allowed to experience this world. And any of my worries or stress or anxieties just feel so small and not nearly as important. And I just become very grateful for life in general. So whenever I am writing about my experience or I'm writing about my gratitude, and especially when I'm at the beach, I think about the sand under my feet. I write about the breeze, the sun, the smell of the sea. Because then later on, when I'm away from the beach and I go back and I read my gratitude journal, I remember that feeling. And it brings me right back to that sense of peace, that sense of gratitude, the sense of calm. So get as detailed as you can in your journal entries. There is a 30-day gratitude exercise that I love to do with my clients. So if you would like to journal or if you would like to participate in this 30-day gratitude challenge, I'm going to link to a journal. It has 30 days of prompts as well as 30 days of affirmations. And you can download it for free by going to corehappiness.com forward slash gratitude challenge or simply look in the show notes and I will link to it there. But it's a great place to start if you've never journaled before or if you've journaled before, but you love the guidance of prompts and something to help guide your thought process, that is available for you. Another thing you can do is consider a gratitude jar. You can write down moments of gratitude on scraps of paper, collect them throughout the year in the jar, and then read them on New Year's Eve. This is something I learned a few years ago from the author Liz Gilbert of uh, Eat, Pray, Love. She incorporated this and was sharing 
how amazing it was to go through all of these things that she'd collected from 365 days of the year and how profound it just made her entire year feel and how grateful. And I tried it and I absolutely loved it. I wrote down every single good thing, thought, feeling that I had, any that people shared with me, and it's amazing. So that's something else you can do. And again, because you're writing these things on pieces of paper, you are engaging that prefrontal cortex and the parts of the brain that verbal expression alone don't enhance. And again, because you're writing it, you are reinforcing those positive neural connections. And then when you revisit these notes later on, much like Liz, the brain retraces the pathways associated with gratitude, amplifying its effects. Another thing about a gratitude jar is you can make it a family affair. You can involve friends, family, and create a collective gratitude jar. You can share moments and insights and gatherings to strengthen your communal bond of gratitude. So get your kids involved, get your husband involved, your significant other, your friends. And you have to think about it too, because expressing gratitude is a gift, but not just to ourselves. It's a gift to other people. If you think about it, when you tell someone that you're grateful for them, or when somebody tells you, it has a huge impact on not just your mental well-being, but on the other person's mental well-being. The science on this is very clear. Gratitude reduces cortisol, leading to lower stress levels, and it fosters resilience, which improves mental health by creating a buffer against life challenges. So when you express gratitude, it activates the brain region associated with decision-making and emotions. This activation dampens the amygdala. And again, that's the brain sphere center, reducing the perception of stress. So make it a habit to express gratitude, especially during moments of stress. Try redirecting your focus towards something positive that can alleviate the mental and physical toll of stress. And as I've mentioned before, because I'm a huge fan of the science behind the energy of attraction, the concept of the law of attraction aligns with the scientific understanding of gratitude. When we express gratitude, we admit positive energy, which according to the law of attraction, attracts positive experiences. I know I've mentioned this in a previous episode. I am a huge fan of Pam Grout and her books, E Squared, and just I'm a huge fan of the scientific research behind this because research suggests that the electromagnetic field of our heart is influenced by positive emotions and potentially impacts the energy that we admit. So gratitude as a positive emotion contributes to this field, which not only just influences ourselves, like in our actual cells, our being, our body, but it influences our surroundings. And for those who believe in manifestation, you can pair your gratitude practice with visualizations. So as you express gratitude, you visualize your goals, your aspirations, and you're aligning your positive energy with the law of attraction. Now, I'm not going to go too much into manifestation, but I just want to bring home the point of the energy of attraction aligns perfectly with the practice of gratitude. Now, beyond the cognitive benefits, a daily gratitude practice has tangible effects on our physical well-being. We have increased energy levels. We actually strengthen our immune system, improve sleep. All of those are benefits of gratitude. So yes, we get the cognitive benefits. All of that is great. 
But did you also know that gratitude positively influences your heart rate variability? Scientifically, HRV, which is your heart rate variability, which is the measure of variation in time between each heartbeat, is higher when you practice gratitude. And a higher HRV is associated with better cardiovascular health and increased resilience to stress. So again, when we talk about the power of gratitude, these are amazing benefits. So challenge yourself to express gratitude in challenging times because it's during the adversity that that transformative power of gratitude is undeniable. So as we conclude today's episode, I invite you to embrace the power of gratitude. Integrate gratitude into your daily routine because when we do, we become the creators of our happiness. Imagine that. And remember, it's not just the grand gestures. It's about the small, consistent steps that lead to the most benefits. So again, I encourage you to participate in the 30-day challenge linked in the show notes or just create your own habit and stick with it for at least 30 days because that's how long it takes to develop a habit. And I promise you will reap the benefits. So thank you for joining us. I hope you found this episode enlightening. Wishing you a life filled of gratitude and mindful moments. Until next time, stay grateful. I thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please feel free to rate it or leave a review. If you have any thoughts or questions, I would love to hear from you. You can email podcast at corehappiness.com. For show notes and additional resources, you can visit www.corehappiness.com. As always, please remember, never let anyone diminish your light. Until next time, sending you my love.